Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In Maryland, I'm Nick Ainelli. A 13-year-old's been charged with attempted murder, accused of shooting at a group of middle schoolers in Greenbelt. And... Events in our area marking the anniversary of 9-11. I'm Matt Small. UMD rolls on a busy day in college football. It's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Forty in Washington. The formal proclamation is done. King Charles III is now officially the monarch of the United Kingdom and also head of state of a number of other countries beyond that in the British Commonwealth. The 73-year-old is Britain's longest-serving heir to the throne. And most Brits know only his mother as monarch. Are there certain issues that you hope that the king will focus on? Um, I guess equality is one of the biggest things that's happening for everyone at the moment, just making sure everyone feels welcome in England. But Londoners like Harriet Roberts point out King Charles has had a lifetime to prepare. He knows this country really well. It's really sad we've lost our queen, but um, I think he's going to be a great king. Roxana Saberi, CBS News. London. What about the funeral plans for the late Queen Elizabeth? The Queen's coffin will be taken first from Balmoral to Edinburgh. On Monday in Edinburgh, there will be a service attended by the royal family. On Tuesday, the coffin will be flown to London and taken to Buckingham Palace. The following day, it will be transported to Westminster Hall, where it will lie in state for four days. Then on Monday, the state funeral at Westminster Abbey. Following that, the Queen will be laid to rest at Windsor Castle. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. Turning to the nearly seven-month-old war in Ukraine, where there is now something of a surprise counter-offensive by Ukraine in the eastern part of the country, Russia is admitting pullbacks, labeling them regrouping. We're hearing uh, from official or pro-Russian telegram channels and social media accounts talking about the desperate situation for Russian troops. Uh, for weeks we've been hearing about about Russian troops uh, refusing to fight, so it seems that the morale is really, really low. BBC News correspondent Hugo Bachega. A wildfire in the foothills of Sacramento now spans more than 53 square miles, but California is going from one weather extreme to another. The state's historic 10-day heat wave is fading, but now residents along the southern coast are in cleanup mode after being hit by the remnants of a tropical storm. KCBS-TV's Candace Crone. Bulldozers worked around the clock to shore up part of the berm along the Long Beach coast that washed away when remnants of Tropical Storm K moved in Friday. The water had came up on the, bo on the wooden boardwalk and it, you know, spilled over in some of the uh, homes. Jay Patel said in the several years he's been here, he's never seen anything like it. Tremendous waves. Uh, it basically came in into the board. Um, th there was no berms. Berms just washed away. He and his son spent much of the morning prepping their house for another round of rain, wind, and high tide. In the East Coast, it is now September 11th, 21 years since the attacks on the Trade Center and Pentagon. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 12.03 on Sunday morning. It is September 11, 2022. 72 in the nation's capital. Some overnight showers. Lows down to the upper 60s to near 70. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following this hour. A Fairfax County man has been arrested in connection with a series of indecent exposures near the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. 
Here's WTOP's Del Walters. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested Thursday, picked up on warrants from another state. Fairfax County and Herndon Police linking Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure. He's being held without bond. Fairfax County Police say they will provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Del Walters, WTOP News. Investigators in Cecil County, Maryland, have identified the family of five found dead in their home. The bodies of 39-year-old Marcus Edward Milligan and 37-year-old Tara Davina Ricker Milligan and their three kids, ages 14, 11, and 8, were found on Friday. Due to the extensive crime scene, we requested the assistance of Maryland State Police. Cecil County Sheriff Scott Adams saying that a woman, a man, and three kids were found shot and killed in a home in Elk Mills near the Delaware border. Four schools in that area were placed on code yellow, which is a heightened state of awareness. Though he says investigators don't think there's a threat to the public, as for a motive. We are actively trying to find that motive, but right now we don't have that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It's 12.05. A 13-year-old faces second-degree murder, attempted murder charge after shooting on Wednesday. Greenbelt police say the teen fired several rounds at a group of middle school boys walking home from school. None of the boys was hit. This was near Spring Hill Lane and Spring Hill Drive. Because of the suspect's age, his name is not being released by authorities. Troubling new test scores out of Prince George's County. The numbers show most students are testing below grade level in math and English. Only 4% of K-12 students are meeting expectations when it comes to math, but officials say the numbers come with a caveat. That doesn't mean that only 4% of our kids are proficient in mathematics. That's just talking specifically for this assessment. That's how it's clustered. 4% of our kids scored over whatever the high cut score was for this particular assessment. So we have to be careful when we talk about 4% of our kids are on grade level or 4% of our kids are proficient because, again, we haven't taken that additional step of defining what that actually means. Doug Stratter is Chief of Accountability for Prince George's County Schools. It is 12.06, and today, Sunday, marks 21 years since the 9-11 terror attacks in New York, here in the district, or actually at the Pentagon, and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Here in our area through and throughout the country, people will gather to remember and to pay their respects. WTOP's Matt Small with a preview. President Joe Biden delivers remarks at a 9 a.m. observance ceremony at the National 9-11 Pentagon Memorial to honor the 184 people killed there. Events begin when the sun rises at 640 with a large flag unfurling on the west side of the Pentagon. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti headlines an 846 a.m. service honoring law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty. It'll be at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial on East Street Northwest. And Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson will be among those speaking at a 10 a.m. remembrance ceremony at Market Square. Matt Small, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather on this Sunday morning, arrests in a Friday kidnapping in the district and a new place for Hyattsville police to call home is coming. Lots to share with you this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app or online at WTOP.com where the time is 12.07. 
According to the National Council on Aging, about 1 in 10 Americans aged 60 or older have suffered from at least one type of elder abuse. All types of elder abuse can lead to devastating consequences. Elder abuse can include physical, financial, sexual, emotional, or psychological abuse or exploitation. Identifying these types of abuse can help you and others protect this vulnerable population of adults. If you or someone you may know has been a victim of elder abuse, take action now by visiting nvrdc.org. I knew I had a problem. I tried counting calories, eating and eating. Nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. In the U.S., 505-891-2664, or find us on the web at OA.org. It's 12.08. Get a Precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Ian. Unfortunately, we are still dealing with the accident scene on the westbound side of the southeast-southwest freeway. As of now, looks like we are dealing with all lanes being blocked there right as you make your approach towards the South Capitol Street exit. As of now, you got a very slight delay, but a delay nonetheless as you make your approach. So just make sure you go ahead and opt for M Street or D Street to make your way wherever you need to go there. Southbound side of DC 295, where it turns into I-295. After the 11th Street Bridge headed towards the Suitland Parkway, as of now, the work crew only lets by a single lane and, of course, the ramp that takes you from the southeast-southwest freeway onto the southbound side of DC 295 or I-295 uh, is going to slow down pretty dramatically because all that traffic has to bleed into one single lane. Northbound 295, after the Suitland Parkway, the work zone there only lets by a single lane as well. Interloop of the Beltway, the accident scene is reported to be by the BW Parkway. As of now, all that activity was moved over to the far left shoulder. Westbound side of the Bay Bridge, two right lanes still blocked with the work crew. No delays because of it. And as you come off of the Beltway, you will see yet another work zone as you head past Oceanic Drive. Two right lanes should be blocked there. Headed eastbound uh, towards the Bay Bridge, you'll find a left lane blocked. Down in Virginia, 66 has a bunch of work zones for you to watch out for. First off, if you're headed westbound after Route 7 towards the uh, the the, the beltway, I can say that word. Uh, the left side of the roadway is blocked there, so just stay right. No real delays there. Eastbound side of 66 after 234, the Prince William Parkway. You should find the work crew along the left-hand side. Looks like they may have the ramp from 66 onto southbound 234 partially blocked as well. So watch out for that work zone. I-95, BW Parkway, or I-95 and 395 looking good in Virginia. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Into each life, a little rain must fall. Here is Storm Team 4, meteorologist Samara Theodore. For your Sunday, temperatures are going to climb into the upper 70s. We are in for a cloudy and damp day with multiple rain chances throughout the day. So just think waves of rain as we head through the remainder of your Sunday. And at times, that could be heavy. Therefore, we are keeping a close eye for isolated instances of flooding. By Monday, highs will be in the low to mid 80s. We still have rain on and off throughout the day, but we do begin to dry out and clear out by Tuesday afternoon with highs in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Radar indicating a line of showers from Laurel as far south as Beltsville along I-95 in Maryland and on I-66 basically from the district as far west as Manassas and trailing down the I-95 corridor. It is 72 degrees in the nation. 
nation's capital. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 12-11. Two people from Texas are behind bars after a kidnapping in the district happened Friday afternoon in the 100 block of Michigan Avenue Northeast. D.C. police say a man and a teen approached a woman and forced her into a car. They then left the area. Virginia State Police later found the car in Whiteville, Virginia. All three were still inside the car. The woman had no apparent injuries. Police arrested 28-year-old Carlos Castillo and a 16-year-old boy, both from Houston, Texas. They'll both be extradited to D.C. to face charges. Police say the case appears to be domestic. It's a project several years in the making, and now ground has finally been broken on a new public safety building in the city of Hyattsville. Here on Hamilton Street in Hyattsville, this faded brick building framed by white paint that's been peeling for ages is about to get gutted and turned into the Hyattsville Police Department's new headquarters. It's going to provide an arms and evidence processing space. Tracy Douglas is the city administrator here. And the redesign is going to allow the residents and those suspected of a crime or being arrested for a crime to access the building in, through different entrances. In this profession, seconds matter. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Tower says moving away from their current building just off Route 1 will also help slash response times to some neighborhoods by more than half. Centralizes us in the city. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 12-12 for the first time since 1997. No hurricanes formed in the Atlantic in August. But forecasters say September could get busy, so maybe this is the year you buy an emergency generator. But where to start? How much power do you need? How much stuff do you want it to run? Chris Kaiser is president and CEO of the Outdoor Power Equipment Institute. Is it going to run heavy appliances? Is it going to run heating and cooling? Is it going to run just the plugs to recharge your devices? Once you know that, you'll want to know how much power those things require to get a unit with the correct power rating. And the best time to buy a generator is before you need it. Same goes for fresh gasoline to run it. Luckily, we typically know when these storms are coming. Get out and buy that fuel before the power goes out. And because a generator is an engine, it produces dangerous carbon monoxide, so it has to be placed a safe distance from your home. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. More tips on buying the right generator and running it safely can be found at WTOP.com. A busy college football Saturday that Frank Henrahan will run down next. It's 1213. Olivia from Washington. <clears throat> Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 1214. Pro commercial painters have powers beyond those of ordinary painters. The power of minimal disruption. We work with you to ensure a smooth project. The power of making you look good. Making sure it's done right, on time and within budget, so every property manager looks like a hero. That's Pro Painters. The power of pro. Get your project started at certapro.com. Each Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. 
The buy tech and high multiple growth stocks playbook of the past few years is no longer a winning strategy, but dividend payers are outperforming. Have you reviewed your portfolio to meet today's updated market conditions? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how market leadership has shifted and to become a better informed wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15 with Frank Hanrahan. Maryland Terps football improves to 2-0 after thrashing Charlotte 56-21. Virginia losers at Illinois 24-3. Virginia Tech was a winner over Boston College. Howard falls at South Florida. Georgetown loses to Lehigh. And Navy also a loser on Saturday at home to Memphis. Speaking of home, Commanders kicking off their NFL season on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nationals will try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon after losing to the Phillies 8-5. Joey Manessis, two-run homer for the Nationals in the loss. Bryce Harper had a two-run dinger for the Phillies. Orioles got thrashed by the Red Sox 17-4. Albert Pujols, homer number 696, moves into a tie for fourth all-time on the home run list. D.C. United draws 0-0 at Real Salt Lake and WSL. It was the Spirit beating San Diego 4-3. U.S. Open women's final. Iga Swiatek takes the title. Men's final on Sunday. Kasparud versus Carlos Alcaraz from New York. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP after yesterday's proclamation of the UK's new king. Attention turning to the upcoming state funeral for the late queen. Later this morning, the body of Queen Elizabeth will be taken from her Balmoral estate, where she died on Thursday, to the Scottish capital, Edinburgh, for a Monday service before returning to London. She'll lie in state four days there before her state funeral a week from tomorrow. CBS News is reporting a new grand jury subpoena. A series of new grand jury subpoenas dropping for several associates of former President Trump. This part of the investigation reportedly centering on fundraising activities by the Trump team and associates following the 2020 election. Ukrainian forces launch an offensive which apparently caught Russian forces flat-footed. Russia's defense ministry acknowledges that forces are pulling back in the eastern Kharkiv region after Ukrainian defenders made significant advances. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 1217 and the Kennedy Center will be opening a new permanent exhibit that spotlights its namesake president. Deborah Rutter, president of the Kennedy Center, introduced the new interactive exhibit. President Kennedy said, I see little of more importance to the future of our country and our civilization than full recognition of the place of the artist. President John F. Kennedy's granddaughter, Rose Kennedy Schlossberg. While his spirit remains strong and present throughout the Kennedy Center, from artwork depicting his likeness to inspirational words that are etched on the walls outside, there has never been a place within the Kennedy Center to really learn about him until now. The exhibit will open September 17th. At the Kennedy Center, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 1218. Right back to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Of course, we're still watching work zones all over the place. Where do we want to start? Let's do Maryland. If you're headed westbound on the Bay Bridge, the westbound span, unfortunately, has two right lanes blocked right now. It'll likely stay like that until about the 4 or 5 a.m. hour. Single left lane is on that's getting by right now with minimal delays. Few vehicles on the roadways right now. Once you come off of the Bay Bridge, you will still see two right lanes blocked as you make your way over towards College Parkway. Interloop of the Capitol Beltway headed towards the BW Parkway. Uh, correction, interloop of the Beltway near the BW 
Bellevue Parkway has got the far right shoulder blocked. Uh, shouldn't be causing you any delays. Southbound DC 295 after the 11th Street Bridge. That's technically where it turns into 295, I-295. As of now, uh, you should have a single lane getting by there with delays building onto the ramp from the southeast-southwest freeway onto southbound 295. Northbound 295 after the Suitland Parkway. Single lane gets by that work zone. And as of now, it sounds like the westbound side of the southeast-southwest freeway is still closed. As of now, I don't see traffic getting by the incident there near South Capitol Street. Hopefully that gets cleared up soon, though. They've been out there for a little bit now. Down to Virginia, westbound 66. The work crew blocks the left-hand side of the roadway. No delays as you head towards the Beltway. Eastbound side of 66. After the Prince William Parkway, 234. Left side blocked there. Looks like any delays that we may have had quickly cleared up. If you're headed onto the southbound side of the Prince William Parkway, looks like they may have a work zone on the ramp itself. Just watch out for them. Shouldn't, you should still be able to access the ramp, just that it's a little crowded. 95 looks up to speed from Springfield all the way down towards the Fredericksburg area. No worries there. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, meteorologist Samara Theodore, the Sunday forecast. Patchy fog this morning with lots of cloud coverage and showers on and off throughout the day. Rain could be heavy at times. Localized flooding is a possibility. Temperatures will climb into the upper 70s for your Sunday. We continue this cloudy, dreary type of theme through Monday as well with cloudy skies and rain likely on Monday. High temperatures on Monday will peak in the low to mid 80s. By Tuesday, we are seeing improving conditions with plenty of sunshine by the afternoon and highs in the low 80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Radar indicating most of the shower activity along a line along 95 and west of that point now crossing the Potomac into Maryland. It is 76 in Annapolis, 71 in Bowie, 70 in Leesburg. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up, a consumer products giant entering the pet food market. It's 1221. Had to cut back recently? Well then, listen up. The free Upside app wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back on gas and food. It's time to stop compromising. Go grab dinner with friends, stock up at the grocery store, and fill up your tank without worrying about high gas prices. You shouldn't have to cut back just because of inflation. So stop compromising and start earning cash back. The free Upside app is here to help you get back to enjoying your everyday life worry-free. Download Upside and start earning cash back on gas and food today. Download the free Upside app and use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code C-U-T-B-A-C-K for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Stop compromising and start earning cash back with the free app. With the free app, from Upside. 1222. Remember the last time your family visited the forest? It's a place of wonder and imagination for the whole family, where stories come to life. And it's closer than you think. Ready to plan your next visit? Make the forest part of your story today at a local park near you. Or find one at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects send tons of people to the hospital? And teeny ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. And 
I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. This is WTOP News. It's 1223. Should D.C. get rid of tips? A judge's ruling will let voters decide that, ruling that Initiative 82 will be on D.C.'s November ballot. Now, if it passes, employers would have to start paying workers the city's minimum wage, which will rise to around $16 by 2027. Supporters are celebrating, saying everyone should be paid a full wage by their employers. Opponents say passage of the measure will make it harder for independent restaurants to stay in business. Two-wheelers were the rule of the road in the district on Saturday for the D.C. bike ride. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser led 9,000 other riders out for the carefree fun without worrying about cars. I love the crowds. I love just all the fun, the vibe, the, the happiness and being out here. It would be great if we made this a car-free city. but. And most rode normal street or racing bikes. But there were some recumbent bikes, tandems, even a big wheel penny farthing cycle. It looks like it's from the 1800s. I have a collection of bicycles, and this is the only one I ride. But it is so fun. Greg Edwards from Herndon rode it for the 20 miles. People stare at me, you know? People wave. I make friends. On the National Mall, Luke Luker, WTOP News. It's a super rare car, the stuff of science fiction. And today will be your last day to see it for yourself along the National Mall. Here's WTOP's John Aaron. That's not a jet plane, but a gas turbine-powered 1963 Chrysler turbine car. Only three running examples of the bronze two-doors are in existence, and one is now on display, albeit quietly, here between the National Air and Space Museum and the National Gallery of Art. Its value is likely into seven-figure territory. The Chrysler replaced the 1952 fabulous Hudson Hornet here at the Cars at the Capitol display. That car was the inspiration for a character in the animated Cars movies. And we found that kids, as they walked up to the car, were yelling out, it's Doc Hudson. That's Diane Parker with the Haggard Drivers Foundation, which is behind the display. On the National Mall, John Aaron, WTOP News. Monday News at 25 and 55 on WTOP, 1225 with Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. When it comes to the big consumer company Colgate Palmolive, toothpaste and dish soap come to mind, but cats and dogs should too. Making healthy taste this good. Science did that. Colgate relaunched the Hills Science Diet brand with a makeover in 2018. Data from Numerator shows that Hills' share of the U.S. pet food and treats market is only about 4.5%, but it drove about 70% of Colgate's growth in the past 12 months. That's why it's betting big on hills. Bloomberg reporter Daniela Sertori-Cortina. They actually bought three plants here in the U.S. that is for dry food and they paid about $700 million for that. And then they're actually building another plant in Kansas for about $250 million. After a pandemic boom, Numerator says spending on pets is expected to rise 10% this year. Hills human customers may balk at higher prices, but furry consumers still hold sway. They do have dogs that their ultimate job is just to professional dog food tasters. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. Interesting work if you can get it. Just after traffic and weather on this Sunday morning from WTOP, attention in the United Kingdom turns back to the late Queen Elizabeth II and preparations for her state funeral. Also, a new round of subpoenas being dropped by a grand jury involving associates of former President Trump. Stay with us. Lots to share with you on this Sunday morning, 1226. For Native American children living in poverty, there are very few opportunities. 
But here at St. Joseph's Indian School, they have their best chance to dream and succeed. At St. Joe's, I could dream of playing music. I can dream of sharing my culture with the world. 